Wait a minute, how did this happen? We're smarter than this. Welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of June 12th, 2022. This is episode 180. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, 20th Century, the parks, and much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. We'll be back after these messages from our friends and sponsors. Hey guys, Ralph for All Universe here. Are you into uh, nerdy things like Pokemon, Marvel, and Disney? You've come to the right spot. We have videos, we have games, we have contests. We just do all sorts of fun, whether it's going live during the week or posting about an article about a new movie coming out. We do everything we can to keep you in the know and have some fun. Oh, and we have swag too. So come on. We're everywhere social media can be found, and we want you to become part of our family. Stay nerdy. I must apologize at the beginning. I, uh, I had to do this off the cuff. I didn't get to go reach out to anybody to have them join me for this review. I'm going to be talking about Kenobi Part 4 and Ms. Marvel. And I know a bunch of people want to get on board for that one. And uh, unfortunately, I was a little uh, indisposed under the weather this weekend. Um, as you hear, my voice might be a little raspier or, or just sounding a little off than usual. And uh, so, yeah, I, I wasn't able to record this weekend, so I'm, I'm doing this solo kind of last minute, but I wanted to make sure to get this episode out there just because it's, um, well, again, we're talking about Kenobi Part 4 and um, Ms. Marvel, the first episode, which uh, I thought were both very enjoyable. Spoiler alert right there. Um, you can, you know, turn it off right now. Just kidding. No, really. Um, I... Uh, I guess I'll start with Kenobi because that that's been the ongoing theme, and since Ms. Marvel's new, she's a, you know, do that in the back half. But uh, Kenobi Part Four, I I really enjoyed. Um, in some ways, I enjoyed it more than last week. Many people really enjoyed last week, and I, I and I can understand why. I completely understand why Part Three. A lot of people got excited over and this one didn't seem as enjoyable to me. I enjoyed this one a little more because I think there was just a little more tension involved in the way that I was writing. It, it was written. There was a little more actually going on and the way that the storytelling was presented and just the way it starts off with the parallels between Vader and the band to take and Kenobi and the band to take and are they sensing each other or not it's it's hard to tell you get the impression that there is a connection there either way if they are or not just the way that it's presented shows that there's a connection whether the two characters do realize it or not us as the audience are being shown the connection between each other and the parallels between each other and what kind of what's going on um, you assume that they are because of Kenobi's reaction and how he has to get out of there 
and he needs to keep moving forward and, and knows that something something's going on, something's wrong. He needs to go find Leia. And that works out that works out nicely. Um I again presented very well. Find seeing the Inquisitor's Temple. Um I've seen it in or played in it even in Jedi Fallen Order. So it's it's nice to see or it's a good place to go back to in in Kenobi. And it strangely enough, you would think being the video game is something completely separate. Takes place at a different time, takes place before Kenobi happens. But there is a similarity on in the structure and the way that it's presented and the location. You get a lot of uh similarities it's you get a lot of the same type of setup so if you played the game Jedi Fallen Order you recognize this space and you go oh wait this is this is this type of area okay we got this and that it's not like it's a completely new or different structure though with how it ends at Fallen Order you kind of kind of wonder how this is there but again there's sometimes that's past the Inquisitors obviously are still around. If anything, they rebuild. It's a different part of the the temple. Whatever. You have a lot of a lot riding on it on this this episode, and I think that's kind of what made me enjoy it better. Is that even though you do kind of know some outcomes, the there is more weight behind this one with trying to get through how do you rescue Leia you know Leia is going to get rescued but there's more of a question of how is this going to happen and will this be the episode or are we going to have another episode or two before she's rescued we, we being that we still have two episodes after this particular one so you could you know you could always push that back in the the timeline Seeing Kenobi also practicing his craft of the uh, working with the Force and trying to get himself reattuned with it, and trying to move little things and and start doing stuff again. When they you know they land on in the temple in the the area and you just feel that you're in the the lion's den, as it were. And seeing all the troopers and everybody marching about and moving about and the security officer giving the the woman helping Kenobi out a hard time and going on about, you know, well, where's your order? Well, why are you here? You don't have to be here. And she pushing back to be able to get Kenobi through and him having to swim in, which I was, I was kind of curious, how is he going to get in? He swims in and he sneaks in that way. And then you have the the scanning droids going about. He has to move them. And then you got the, the stormtrooper. Brady let up, set up. The, something I have to say about this series in general. Is that the cinematography has been brilliant. The look, the feel, the way the camera is telling the story. Has been absolutely fantastic. The lighting, the, the aesthetics. Top notch. Incredible absolutely incredible I 
And that's something I, I didn't mention last time as well. In, in part three, that's something I did like was that when Kenobi and Vader were walking around with their lightsabers out and just the glow coming from it. And they used that to kind of light the way. And that's something you really haven't seen in Star Wars before in the movies. You, you get some glow from it, but usually it's been in light or even if it's in the dark, you don't get that it, it's emanating light from it. And it lights up everything around it in the hue of the lightsaber blade. And they did that last episode. They did it again in this episode. Whenever Kenobi is, yeah, he's he sneaks off. He gets past the the stormtroopers. Gets past the droids. And whenever he's finding rescuing Leia, and I know I'm jumping ahead here, but he makes the room go dark, and you just see his blade light up and strike down the the one stormtrooper and then he turns the blade off and the other stormtroopers trying to get you know try to make it sound like oh i i know you give yourself up now uh you know i know where you are give yourself up he has no clue he has no clue and kenobi makes short work of him so that's again just again the lighting though off of that in the insane amount of detail that they put into that, I think is fantastic. Deborah Child definitely uh, deserves recognition for that because it it really gives this a distinct feel and a look that is attention to detail that is surpassed what people probably were expecting or what we've seen in a lot of Star Wars stuff so far animated live action whichever so they're doing a fantastic job fantastic job with all this and gets Leia and they're running out and then the battle we get the snow speeders but they're not snow speeders yet they're they're just these new new vehicles that they have for the mining what a what a wonderful job um, what a wonderful job and um, how they're handling Riva's character and how she's doing things and it's okay until it's not okay so until she messes it up like losing Leia it's not okay anymore but it was okay before that so it with two episodes left it's I'm, I'm very curious to see how this is going to to proceed I'm not going to say wrap up because anything can happen but how we're going to proceed with this and the direction this is heading in so I, uh, I, I I'm still hooked and I'm still all in for this episode this episode I ooh I think I will have to give it out of 10. Let me look back at my notes here. A 6. I'll give it a 7, which has kind of been on par where I've been I've been rating the series on whole on average. Um so I I will give it a a, a solid 7 on on this one. Um and again, a lot of this will also play out how much I like these 
as we move forward because I not I depending how the payoff is I think will affect my enjoyment of the series and I, I hate to say that I hate to say that but that yeah that it's because if the payoff at the end is pathetic and I don't expect it to be and I don't think it will be I think it it will lessen how the rest of these episodes are and the story and everything that is brought us through and I think also the episodes do hedge a lot on the conclusion of this story all this is leading to that point and bringing Kenobi forward from a man without faith and without any trust or, or, or purpose to becoming someone with purpose and rediscovering his faith and rediscovering himself so yeah um, if it doesn't play out well I, I think we will lose some luster from these these previous episodes but if it does play out well and we get this amazing conclusion which is which is what I'm expecting then we shall have I, I think it will kind of lift everything and go oh wow and you go back and go at this point this happened and at that point this was happening and that will just give us give everything more purpose and more meaning and then I, 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 I reserve the, the right to go back and correct myself so that's that's Kenobi that is Kenobi episode 4 looking forward to episode 5 when this episode drops my episode not Kenobi's episode drops on Wednesday but moving on to Ms. Marvel Ms. Marvel the marvelous Ms. Marvel I I have a problem at the beginning of this episode uh, of this show and I'm going to state my problem right now and if you've been a longtime listener of this show, you you know you may know what's coming. I am a New Jersey per- guy. I'm a New Jersey guy. I live in New Jersey. I was born in New Jersey, and uh, so you you've heard me before uh, talk about New Jersey. The show takes place in New Jersey. Kamala Khan is from Jersey City. This show was not recorded or filmed in New Jersey anywhere at any point. It was in Georgia which I'm glad you know they're giving work to Georgia they know they have the contracts with the the studio there but you could have sent a camera crew to Jersey City to get some shots I'm gonna leave it there that's my disappointment and I am Feige you're a Jersey guy as well you should know better shame shame moving on Generation Y first episode of Ms. Marvel 47 minutes we you know that's that's a good run time there I really enjoyed this. Um, it, it's it's a little weird with some of the camera work, especially with the the animation that's that's thrown literally throughout the episode on walls and floors and all over the place. Uh, it's quirky. It's it's different. 
uh, kind of has a diary of a wimpy kid slash Lizzie McGuire type of uh, vibe going about it, which is kind of, I think, the market for this character. They're going for that tween teen type of thing. But again, it's a family show, so anyone could enjoy it. And I certainly did. It's it's re- reviewed fairly well for uh, for the Marvel shows. The the actress herself, uh, Inman Finale, I apologize if I get that wrong. She plays it well. She does she does a really nice job. Um, and from what I know of the character through through different mediums of being introduced introduced to this character, it's the fangirl. And this is exactly what she is. And she does a very nice podcast. And I, I, I'm I'm jealous and wish her to be on my show. She, uh, so th- again, they make her very much in line with the character. Fangirl, nerdy fangirl, who ends up becoming a superhero. And, and that's how this works out. How she goes about getting those powers, a little different. She gets it from this bracelet. We shall see how that plays out and what that all means. But that's besides the point. And the powers are, yes, they are slightly different. She doesn't have the, the stretchy power. She has more of this diamond shimmer force power thing that uh, she's projecting. But it worked. It worked for me. And AvengerCon is, was really cool. That is something that apparently... Marvel is looking at to trying to not they're not denying that it is something that is possibly on the table to become a reality and why not there's so many cons out there now and why not have their own official con I don't know how that would work out but they could do it they have they've had traveling tour shows before why why not have another one the cast does well the cast does well uh, between everybody um, the chemistry with her and her friend Matt um, Bruno we we can talk about Bruno this time but Matt Lintz uh, who plays Bruno he does a really good job uh, I guess he's her guy in the chair uh, with some of the this stuff and just kind of and the family dynamic I think that's another really interesting part uh, this is a introduction to a Pakistani Muslim character so you get a lot of cultural references and explain the different culture that this character is coming from and dealing with and what some of that culture means to her and how it shapes who she is and how she's seen as a person in in the eyes of her family or in the eyes of her, her culture and this is something that I am I am not Pakistani or Muslim, so to me this was a nice introduction and education or viewpoint of another culture's perspective on things and how things should happen or are seen. And um, before anyone says anything, it is directed by people of that heritage. It is written by people of that heritage, so uh, it is um, properly based with a, a people who should be writing about this stuff. So that aside, 
nicely written, nicely performed. Um, and we don't have to wait to the very end of the episode for her all of a sudden uh, to appear with the powers. Moon Knight did the same thing. Stepping back as far as the writing, Moon Knight, again, had Egyptian people of heritage and background to be uh, right and direct to bring that stuff forward to us. They're doing it again here with Ms. Marvel, and I applaud Marvel for doing that. Um, not having the usual grumpy old white people writing things. Then people explore different cultures and learn about different cultures through people who know or experience those cultures firsthand. So that is that's actually pretty cool. This is uh moving forward though with Miss Marvel. Uh again, I think the cast does a really nice job. I think the writing did a nice job. It's not the most fast paced thing. You do get a lot of character development and building, but it's a brand new character. Um with a lot more different aspects than some of the other characters that we've dealt with in the past. And this is going to be a straight six episode introduction. And then we're launching next year's Ms. Marvel, um, the Marvels apologize that she's going to be in. So this, um, yeah, so far, I'm really looking forward to this series. I am going to give this one a, this episode, this episode, I will give it a seven as well. Um, I fairly enjoyed it. It's uh, it's a slightly different seven than why I'm giving the Kenobi seven. This, you know, based on other, this is more of the Marvel one. But from what I've seen on some of their other stuff, um, again, nice, smooth introductory. We we get it. We get to see her with her powers for a little bit. It's not like Moon Knight where all of a sudden, oh look, there's Moon Knight in the shadows. Oh, quick look at Moon Knight and that's it. We get a little more exposure to her having her powers, doing some stuff with her powers, and then moving forward. And I, I, I'd love to see how the family dynamic versus the superhero and how that all balances or doesn't balance out. It's kind of like the Peter Parker thing. So we shall, we shall go from there. So seven on both of those. Have you watched either of them? Or have you watched both these shows yet? I hope you have already because new episodes are dropping today. Let us know. Join the conversation. Uh, join our group on Facebook. Facebook groups, which is facebook.com slash group slash Disney Marvel's podcast. On Instagram at Disney Marvel's podcast. TikTok at Disney Marvel's podcast. And on the Twitter at Disney Marvel's. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can find audio versions of the episodes as well as other stuff on there as well. Uh, like and subscribe on there. You can leave us a voice message through the Anchor app or Anchor.fm website or record your own message electronically on your computer, smartphone, or tablet and email it along with any questions or suggestions you may have also to DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Don't forget to check the, the latest Disney Marvels blog at DisneyMarvels.blogspot.com. Links to all these are in the show notes. I want to thank you for your time. I know how little time we all have these days. And the fact that we get to spend some of this time together means a lot to me. I cannot thank you enough. If I could, ask you to go onto Apple Podcast or Spotify. Leave us a rating or suggestion or review on there. It helps others find out about the show. They'll help promote the show. 
Or you can also just simply share the link to the episode on your social networks and let people know. Check out the Disney Marvels podcast. The more people in this Disney family, the better. That's what Walt believed. That's what I believe. While you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to the show as well. This way you always know when new episodes are posted. And while you're at it, consider becoming a premium subscriber. Really help the show out. Get those movie reviews going. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash support. Or find our Patreon page. You can also check out our merchandise shop. Get yourself some cool Disney Marvel podcast stuff. Shirts, hoodies, pillows, mugs. We got a whole bunch of different things over there. Check it out. It's all good stuff. I got a couple of shirts and hoodies myself. Had them for a few years. They hold up well. Um, the, the image on them still is on there really good. And uh, the shirts are good quality. Definitely check them out. Definitely worth, uh, worth getting. Lots of sales going on too. So take advantage of that. You can find the links to all these in the show notes as well. Because remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. Whatever you're facing out there, troubles, hardship seems to be bothering you. Don't give up. Look deep within yourself and find the light. The light will guide you to where you need to be. Do not be afraid to ask for help. Be your own hero. Never give up. Never give in. And let your light shine for all to see. Now I'd like to end this week's show with a quote from Walt Disney himself. People often ask me, where we find our stories about animals. My answer is, the, is that nature herself writes them. The wonders of nature are endless. Sometimes we can recognize ourselves in animals. That's what makes them so interesting. Again, that's for Walt Disney. Thank you again for listening, everyone. And I'll see you next time.